Hey, you guys, you're listening to Sane and New Crazy, the podcast. I'm your host, Incomplete the Poet. Hey, you guys, you know what that's from? Do you know what movie that's from? If he was born in the 70s, the 80s, and probably, you know, uh, the beginning of the 90s, do you know that that movie is from um, The Goonies? You know, when Chauncey, you know, hey, you guys, yeah, so... If you don't know what the movie is, definitely check it out. You know, you go to YouTube, put in The Goonies. Um, it is a classic. It is a classic. It's like uh, Indiana Jones meet Jersey Boys. <laughs> hey, what can I say? But yeah, we have a lot going on today. We have a strict lineup for you today. You know, I hope you enjoyed our previous podcast and now we are moving on to bigger and better things this is episode 102 y'all give it up for your boy episode 102 and we're gonna be doing great things you know um on our last podcast if you haven't heard it you might want to check it out we really highlighted some great music some wonderful comedy you know um so i hope you um Stick with us on today because we have a a beautiful lineup that's prepared for you, you know, because um, we have you in mind. And because we have you in mind, that's all that matters, you know. So here's what I want you to know. That sane and crazy is a place where if you're insane, then you're normal. And if you're normal, you're actually insane. A podcast where we don't hold our tongue, nor do we hold punches, because we have a haymaker with your name on it. I'm your host once again, and complete the poet. Enough of the pleasantries. Let's get down and dirty and a little filthy, shall we? So we have so much going on. Um, If you did not know, if you did not know, uh, elections were today. You know, um, so many governor races that was up for grab, so many Senate races and um, so many county judges, so many of those seats was up for grab. You know, so um, I hope you went out and vote, you know, because every vote counts. If you can't vote, then you don't have a voice. Okay, I don't want to hear you complaining. I don't want to hear you griping. I don't want to hear you saying anything negative about our judicial system, nor our politics, because you didn't take time to vote. And speaking about voting, I vote that this year for the Saints be a wash year. <laughs> Last year, we, we lost Drew Brees. We lost also Sean Payton. To me, this was going to be a wash year regardless. You know, this was going to be a rebuilding year. You know, and so far, they have really been putting the pieces together. We need a quarterback. No offense to Winston. No offense to Dalton. And no offense to Hill. But we need a quarterback. We need a reliable quarterback who's not afraid to be in the pocket that can run at least a 5-5 in the 40, at least a 5-5, you know. Um, Lamar Jackson, he run like a 4-2. So if we get a quarterback to run a 5-5, then at least he can outrun the lineman. That's something, something, you know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of football, now, Deion Sanders' son, Shamar, um, uh, Cherie Sanders, 
it was told to me that he can play at any division level. He's that good. Now, I just thought it was nepotism. I just thought that, hey, you know, that's Deion Sanders' son. His son played quarterback. But according to the scouts, according to the people who signed checks, that man can really play anywhere. And, 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 and truthfully, surprisingly, I was very um, taken back when I heard that. Like, what you mean he can play anywhere? But it's all, <coughs> excuse me, it's all good, it's all good, you know, so, um, you know, it's good to know that he can play anywhere, you know, that he can play for any team, you know, now, I said this from day one, you know, I believe that in the SWAC, the SWAC conference, um, Miss Jackson State is ranked number one, as they should be. But on the AP poll, they're not ranked at all, and that makes sense because their strength of schedule is ridiculous. They're playing teams like Grambling and Southern. And they don't have no squad for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? You know, so um, I I really want to see. I really want to see them in a bowl game against a real team, you know. And I don't believe that Jackson State can beat um, the ranked 2015 in the AP Bowl. I don't think they can beat the 25th ranked team. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's possible. don't think it's possible at all. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, it is what it is, you know, and um, we're going to see. We're going to see, you know, because right now I believe they're like 8-0, 9-0, and um, that's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. You know, but in some sad news, the funeral details announced for Migos member Takeoff, you know. I don't know if you knew, but um, last week Takeoff was um, shot and killed. There's so many alleged rumors on how and why he was shot, how and why he was murdered, you know what I'm saying? But um, it's just sad to hear that another uh, entertainer, rapper, uh, was shot and killed, you know? Um, the funeral will take place on Friday. That's just coming Friday, November 11th, okay? Um, it's also going to be at 7 o'clock. I believe, you know, so you definitely want to, um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think they're going to televise it, but it may be streaming live. Now, BET may pick it up because they need, they need some viewership. <laughs> BET may pick it up. They need some eyes on them. You know what I'm saying? Because Tyler Perry's sisters and bruh and oval they it can only do so much you know what i'm saying it can only do so much you know but um it, it you know it, it truly is what it is and i don't know if you heard but a couple of weeks ago biden announced that he was going to send out seventeen thousand dollar checks twenty thousand dollar checks to um for students to pay off their student loans 
you know, that is the rumor and the rumor mill that Biden is about to cut $20,000 checks. You know what I'm saying? Um, dear President Biden, when you cut me that check for $20,000 to pay back my student loans, trust and believe that every dime, every cent is going to go to my debtors. <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't say that with a straight face. I don't know what the first thing I'm going to buy. Let him cut me a $20,000 check. It would be as if I won the billion dollar lottery. You hear me? You hear me? I got to get my car fixed. I got to get my car detailed. I got to get my car painted. Um, I, I need to up, upgrade my my suits. Um, buy some more suits. Buy some more winter clothes. Man, I'm going to be fresh to death in this piece. You hear me? Let Biden cut me a check for $20,000. I dare, I dare you, I dare you, I triple dog dare you, it's all good though, alright, so, speaking of lottery, okay, three South Carolina Powerball tickets mean big money for lucky customers, that's what they say, North Carolina drawing had ten big winners, after a single ticket store in California won the world record Powerball jackpot of $2.4 billion, okay, that's $1 billion in cash, officials said a ticket worth a million was purchased in South Carolina. Now, what do you have to do to get a million dollars? Now, in order to get a million dollars with the lottery, especially with Powerball, you have to get five numbers, not including the Powerball. So you, you got to get the five regular numbers and not the Powerball, and you'll get a million dollars. So some lucky folks in South Carolina need to check their tickets. You heard me? You know what I'm saying? Because um, you may be sitting on some cash, man. You may be sitting on some cash. You know, now Kanye West, he's back in the news. I don't think he really left the news for real. Kanye West makes enemy and hip-hop legend KRS-One get sued for illegal sampling. Now, we all know that Kanye West is a sampling genius, you know. I mean, the boy have produced some outstanding beats, not only for Jay-Z and also for Blink-182 and also Mariah Carey. I mean, he, the boy have made some hits, you know, but right now, He's being sued by KRS-One for illegal sampling. Now, I'm not really sure why KRS-One is even suing Kanye West. The boy going through enough already. Stop being a bully, KRS-One. Stop being a bully. You see the boy going through. Now, the embattled producer and rapper is facing legal repercussions for uploading his Andre 3000 collaboration Life of the Party to his stem player device. 
Okay, after months of numerous companies dropping him due to hate speech, anti-Semitic, even losing his status as a billionaire, Kanye West is now facing legal repercussions from the company which owned the rights to Kara's one late 80s supergroup, Boogie Down Production. It all circles back to Life of the Party, the song he produced that had an Andre 3000 verse and was actually omitted from the Donda album. So he took it off. And then he put it back on. <laughs> he said, you can't tell me what to do. Despite not making a cut, the track was uploaded to West Playlist, the 2001 portable streaming device. Now this is this is, um, it's almost like, t um, Tidal. It's almost like Pandora. He has his own streaming little company. You know what I'm saying? So, um, the streaming device with Kanye collaborated on did indeed carry the song. And now, Boogie Down Production wants to block further use of the track and for Ye and company to dish over any profits, all profits generated from it. You know, I don't understand that, man. Kara West is being a bully. Yes, he is. Legal documents obtained by TMZ, of course, show that the company owns the copyright to Boogie Down Production iconic diss track, South Bronx, and claimed Kanye West never got permission to sample a song when he released the Donna track on the stem player. According to the lawsuit, he and his partner, Alex Klein, raked in about $2.2 million of sales from the stem player in just the first days of its release, and that although they have been approached to license the sample, an agreement was never, ever reached. That's so sad. That's so sad. Why the track only released on the stem player? The song was leaked by rapper Drake ahead of Jay Prince free Larry Hoover concert. The motives was the grudge the Canadian musician and he had back in 2001. So Drake set that dude up for failure. Andre 3000, who had a verse on the song, didn't agree to Wes making the verse clean. In a last-minute decision as a homage to his late mother, and the track was eventually pulled from streaming platforms. However, it did end up on the stem player. Man, man, man. That Drake. Drake gets you coming, he gets you going. But he gonna get you. That's sad. You know, so now Kanye gotta worry about something else. He gotta worry about something else. It's all good. Man. So y'all keep Kanye West in your prayers, man. You know, he be tripping. He be tripping, but that's our boy, man. You know what I'm saying? We're going to always support what he does. You know, they say that he made anti-Semitic remarks. You know, and um, I'm not going to repeat what he said because then I lose the 40 acre and the new I never got. So, you know, we just want to keep it rolling. If you want to definitely hear what he said, you can go to YouTube and put in Kanye West anti-Semitic and um, they still have it up. If it's so offensive, why didn't you take it down from YouTube? Okay, great. This Okay, so in other news, come to find out that McDonald's burger is making people physically sick. 
One person said, this made me physically sick. McDonald's burger salad divides dinner. The meal made famous by dietitian Dr. Robert Akins. The burger without a bun, the burger salad, is trending again on TikTok. But for all the wrong reasons, TikTok user Amber Ray uploaded a clip that sent salad lovers into a spin and bread lovers into a bewilderment when she turned a cheeseburger into a burger salad. It's a burger salad. It's so good. Don't judge me. She wrote on her footage with more than 143,000 views. In a 15-second video, she showed of a burger salad consisting of a half a pound of ground beef patty and cheese with extra lettuce and tomatoes and no onions or bun, all packed into a plastic takeaway box. A self-satisfying, Ray wrote, when the girl at McDonald's said she made it with love. Many users were envious of her leafy meal, asking specifically how she managed to snag the order. As McDonald's supposedly stopped selling salad in 2001, Ray had asked for a quarter pound of deluxe. No bun, please, and extra lettuce, and it became a salad, she claimed, adding that with a large latte, her total came to about $11, and she got the receipt. It says, um, on the receipt, a double quarter pound with cheese, extra American cheese, whole onions, extra mustard, extra ketchup, extra pickles, extra mayonnaise, extra lettuce, extra uh, tomatoes, and uh, no sesame seed bun. Now, on the picture, I mean, this, it really does, <laughs> it, really loves, it really does look good, you know what I'm saying? But I can get... I can get a $5 salad that rivals this salad from the Chevrons down the street from my house. I ain't paying no $11 for a fake hamburger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's just me, though. But if you want to definitely try it out, you go ahead and down to McDonald's and ask for a quarter pounder. Hold the bun. And, um, and, she, and she held the lettuce, too. You know? So... I don't know if you knew, but, you know, Justin Bieber, you know, ever since his his roast back in 2000, I think 20, he had a roast that brought him into manhood. Ever since his roast, you know, he really been flying the straight and narrow, you know what I'm saying? So straight that he's even performing at Takeoff Memorial. So that's pretty interesting. Justin Bieber is performing at Takeoff Memorial Service this week, TMZ has learned. Sources familiar with the situation tell us that Justin Bieber is set to hit the stage Friday at the State Forum Arena in Atlanta. Unclear how long his set would be or what exactly he might be performing, but we know he'll be there, mic'd up to sing. Okay, so, you know, that's, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Because the Migos... And Justin Bieber and DJ Kelly did the song, um, I think number one or something with Lil Wayne. You know, so I can understand that connection there. You know, that he want to pay homage to his homeboy. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you, you, you really can't knock him. You know what I'm saying? He doing what entertainers do by supporting one another. You know what I'm saying? That's always a good thing. You know, so. 
it's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's one day at a time. You know, we, we definitely want to keep that family in our prayers, you know, because there's, there's so much that um, has happened between the moments that Takeoff was murdered and now, you know what I'm saying? We want to definitely keep uh, his family in our prayers and deep, deep condolences to his family for their loss. Okay, <clears throat> now if if you didn't know, you know, Jay-Z has been known to um, be in some very interesting circles, you know. Uh, he used to run in broke circles, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but now he's a part of the Billion Dollar Club. So I don't know if you knew, but Jay-Z and Jeff Bezos grabbed dinner in L.A., okay, and they seem at their partnership to buy Commanders, and you may be wondering, what is Commanders, you know? Now, everybody is calling this a, a secret dinner, okay? Um, because they're trying to buy the Commanders. Now, Jay-Z and Jeff Bezos' partnership to buy the Washington Commanders seem to be full throttle, okay? Because Monday night, the two billionaires grabbed dinner in L.A., breaking bread for more than two hours. The duo hit up horses near the Sunset Strip at around 7.30 p.m. Just a couple of days after, it was revealed that both had mutual interest in putting in a bid for the Daniel Snyder's commanders. Now, the commanders, for those who don't know, is the former Washington Redskins. Okay? Washington Redskins. Now, you got Michael Jordan in them. Who owns um, the the Wizards, right? And you have J Lo, A Rod, Serena Williams, that own the Dolphins. Okay, they had the little partnership in that. And now we're gonna have another black owner, a co-owner, with Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Owning the former Washington Redskins, the Washington Commanders. Okay, that's that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting, you know what I'm saying? That's very motivational, you know, um, to see that they're going to have another black owner, you know. And we don't know how deep the ownership is because, as I said before, the Dolphins are owned by, like, 15 different people. And it just happens to be um, J-Lo and Serena Williams. There's two of the owners, you know, and I don't know you know, if they have any true stake in the company, you know, um, yeah, they owners and all, but what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? When you got like 15, 20 owners, what does that truly mean? You know, but uh, in other news, I don't know if y'all knew, but I was born and raised in New Orleans. I moved to Alabama to attend Oakland University, stayed there for 20 years. And then, two years ago, I found myself moving to Mississippi, okay, to take care of my early mother, uh, who unfortunately passed on August 4, 2021, R.I.P. Mama, you know, and, um, and now, you know, I'm here in Mississippi, you know, and uh, I must say, you know, everything is, um, everything is pretty straight, you know, um, I'm looking to go on to greener pastures sooner than later. And prayerfully, more and more and more sooner than later. You know what I'm saying? But I come to hear some whispers 
in these Mississippi streets. You know, and the story is presented that when you think of the big screen, you probably think of Hollywood. But some of your favorite movies were filmed in a totally different part of the country. Drive through Mississippi, and you might recognize more than a few locations. The state has been the backdrop of films like Oh Brother Where Art Thou and Get On Up. Grab your popcorn and let's hit the Mississippi movie trail. Cadillac Records, Etta James and Chuck Berry are two well-known names that came out of the famous Chess Records. But as told in the movie Cadillac Records, it started with founder Leonard Chess running into the then-unknown Money Waters, who was from the Mississippi Delta, with other Mississippi blues singers like Holland Wolf featured. It only makes sense that the film crew would spend some time shooting the Mississippi Delta. Music lovers flocked to the Delta to see sights like Muddy Waters and was raised, as well as to hear the live blue music. That still played nightly at places like Ground Zero Blues Club in Clarksdale. Okay? Now, you probably didn't know that old brother Wild Dow, some of the clips there was filmed in Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? And then also Get On Up, you didn't know that either. That some of those clips also was filmed in Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Um, and some other um, um, shows and um, and some other TV shows and movies filmed in Mississippi was um, The Odyssey was filmed in Mississippi. Some parts of it. Some parts of The Help was filmed in Mississippi. My Dog Skip, some clips of that, filmed in Mississippi. Okay, and then um, I already told you about Get Up, and then A Time to Kill. Some of those clips, you know, with Matthew McConaughey started as a lawyer in a movie adaptation of John Grimmett's famous novel, A Time to Kill. The movie was filmed entirely in Canton. And visitors can learn all about the Canton Film Museum. The historic Canton Square was one of the film main settings and is a beautiful place for visitors to stroll, shop, and dine. The courthouse from the film is located right in the center of the square. And visitors can stand on the very steps that McConaughey and Sandra Bullock stood on during the film. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's pretty... That's, that's pretty interesting, you know. What I'm saying that uh, Mississippi is making they um they already made their big screen debut, you know. Um, so uh, yeah, so y'all bring some more movies and entertainment to Mississippi, you know. Give these people opportunity to be on a big screen themselves, you know. So it's all good. <clears throat> now you know, I, I do like sports. You know, I am a Saints fan. I'm a diehard Saints fan, if I say so myself. I love, I love the Saints, you know. Nothing makes me happier than to say who that every now and then. Who that. But, um, and then I'm also a Pelican fan as well. You know what I'm saying? You can't be 
a Saints fan and not be a Pelican fan. You know what I'm saying? I still don't understand how Lil Wayne is a Green Bay fan. He was raised, born and raised in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? How you going for Green Bay? How, how, how you a cheese head and not a who that head? You know, I don't understand how that happens. You know what I'm saying? It really made me think about throwing away all the CDs. But then I digress because they all good. So I, I couldn't do it to myself. I couldn't do it to myself. You know, but um, but guarantee, man, I am a big Saints fan. You know, I am a big, big Pelicans fan. You know, when um, when we got Reggie, but no, 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 let me go take it further back. When we got Ricky Williams, uh, you know, I can't tell you how happy and elated I was. The years passed, and we got Reggie Bush. I could not tell you how elated and happy I was that we got Reggie Bush. And then, for the basketball side, we got Zion Williams. Oh, my goodness. Man, you know, and I was so happy that, we, you know, that we got him because I followed him in high school. And the boy was doing this thing. The boy was just phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? He make, he make LeBron James look like Bronny. You know what I'm saying? The boy was that much of a beast, you know, and then he got hurt, and, you know, but now he's back, lost about 20, 30 pounds, so we're going to see, I'm going to see what he's going to do, you know what I'm saying, because I'm, I'm, I'm definitely am excited, you know, to see all that he does, you know, because um, it really, it really getting me excited that he's going to do something major, and, um, this is something that I'm definitely looking forward to. It is, you know what I'm saying? So, whew, with, with all that said, I'm going to go ahead and introduce the first song. You know, um, this uh, acapella group that started out at Oakwood University, at that time Oakwood College, you know, um, and they have gone on to do major things. And I'm talking about the group now other than Take Six. And there's a song that's on my praise and worship playlist that I want to definitely share with you. I told you yesterday, this is not a Christian station, but we do share Christian themes, you know, inspirational themes, motivational themes, you know. And this is just another beautiful Christian song that I want you to put on your prayer and praise list, you know what I'm saying? Because um, it, it definitely gets you prepared to welcome men the spirit of the lord you know so this is take six with the song wings of my prayers and um it's a song that i truly love it's a song that, um, i definitely don't take for granted you know i really like the song and because i like the song um it really takes me to a spiritual place you know what i'm saying so here is take six with so you can build the perfect phone plan for you and have some Yes, sir. 
for a very popular theme song. I don't know if you knew that. That Take Six is responsible for singing the theme song to a very, very, um, a very familiar sitcom. The sitcom, uh, the sitcom came out in the late 90s. You know, and, um, you may not be too familiar with it, but, um, let me go ahead and reintroduce you to um, some of their great work that they did. Now, this is a major, um, a major theme song. That was Take 6, believe it or not. That was Take 6, and they did the theme song to Martin. Now, um, they was doing a concert. I forgot where they was. I, oh, you know what? Um, they were, I believe they was at the Oakwood University UN, UNFC, UNCF Banquet. And they happened to mention that then, that's probably like a decade ago. That they mentioned that, you know, and I and, and, and to, to this day I still didn't forget that they um they said that they sung the theme song to Martin. I thought that was pretty cool. 
you know, and you can hear it, you know what I'm saying, like, once you sit down and listen to the voices, it's like, yeah, that is take six, you know what I'm saying, so, that's pretty cool, but I'm gonna introduce you to another, um, acapella group that came out of Oakwood, and this is another, you know, last night was a Kurt and them night, Kurt Franklin and them night, I promise you, tonight is not a take six in them night, it's not, it's not, it just so happens that this group also reside out of um, Oakwood University. You know what I'm saying? Oakwood got some. Oakwood got some heavy hitters. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got we 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 got Stevie Mackey. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who is the voice coach to the stars? Okay. Um, who else we have? Um, um, oh. <laughs> Don't beat me up now. Now I know this to be true. I'm gonna say this name, and I don't want hate mail, but I know this to be true. Okay, I worked in the archives. I worked in Oakwood University archive with the late Miniola Dixon. Okay, and there was some documents that we had in the vault, and one of the documents that we had in the vault, along with um, Dr. King's speech that he signed and left to us. Um, now, 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 recently, they have put that on display, but it used to be in the vote, you know. And one of the other things that was in the vote was um, Prince information. You know, um, uh, it was, it was, it was, I'm trying to think exactly what it was. It wasn't an administration paper. It was almost like, um, I guess he was going to chapel. And he was filling out information on a little chapel um, form. You know what I'm saying? And when he signed his name, he signed his name Prince. I, I swear to you, not, I'm not lying to you. You know what I'm saying? So um, that information was in the vote. You know, um, also, also, um, who else is this guy? And, and not Jerry Lewis, um, the flamboyant guy, Little Richard. Okay. Uh, I don't know if he was a student, but he spent some time on the campus of Oakwood University, you know. Um, and, and I already mentioned Dr. King, um, Brian McKnight, you know. Um, now, Brian McKnight even tells the story on Jay Leno, okay. If you go back, like, if you put in Jay Leno, Brian McKnight, and he sit, and now he's doing a sit-down interview, I'm not going to say what happened. But he says what happened. You know, uh, while why his um, why his time at Oak was cut short, he says what happened on Jay Leno. I'm not gonna say it. You know what I'm saying? Cause I because I ain't no Miss Jenkins. You know what I'm saying? I don't just go around gossiping you know, about people. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to hear what happened, I suggest you go to Jay Leno and type in Brian McKnight, and he sit down and he say what happened, why his time got cut short. At Oakwood, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is, you know? Um, um, and then we got also, we got John Stoddard, you know? We got the Aeolians, the world-renowned Aeolians. So don't sleep on the Aeolians. Don't you do it. Um, and then we also have um, Wayne Buckner, okay? Don't sleep on Wayne Buckner. Now, um, even though Wayne is a member of the Madison Mission Church, he, t he taught at Oakwood. He was a student at Oakwood, you know, and the academy. You know what I'm saying? He was raised, he was raised in the ranks of Adventism, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, when he, he was, 
he was, if I if I get this right, when Kirk Franklin came down, right? I was on the. Um, this was before Breath of Life came. You know, um, we we had already established a video audio department at Oakwood, and we was getting heavy hitters. We, we were getting Donna McClurkin. We was getting. Um, we was getting CC Winans to come down, and they're doing like mini concerts. Um, um, and then we also got um, Kurt Franklin come down, and Wayne Buckner, he was directing a choir that um, accompanied um, Kurt Franklin during that particular time. You know what I'm saying? So you know, so Wayne, he's a uh, he's a he's a genius. You know, uh, now my best CD, my favorite CD that Wayne had a had a, a hand in producing and and bring it to fruition is the Madison Mission um, Live CD. Um, I, I'm I'm going to play the song after I play this song here, but um, yeah. So Wayne Buckner came out of Oakwood. Who else came out of Oakwood? Um, yeah, we got some. Uh, um, oh no, 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 no! Clifton Davis, he's Adventist, but he didn't come out of Oakwood. Um, but go, yeah. So you know, so this group here, I got sidetracked for a second. You know, when when I start talking about my alma mater, man, you know, this thing just started happening. But I got I got I got, got left sidetracked, and now I'm back. Okay, but this group here. Um, began, was formed on the campus of Oakwood University, um, and they also participated in the NBC hit show Sing Off. Not only did, did they get a participation trophy, they won it. <laughs> they won. They won it. Um, the NBC show Sing Off, and when you saw the competition. It was like, it was almost as if they was the Aeolians and you had like a first grader singing. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was that much of a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like you can hear the quality, you know. And even Sean Stockman, who was one of the judges, was just flawed at how beautiful their arrangement were. You know what I'm saying? Because every song they did, their arrangement was just so crazy. And they... And they uh, credited that to um, not only Oakwood, but also Take Six as well. Because if you remember, Take Six was truly a cappella. The first CD that they ever came out with, it was truly a cappella. And they was doing all the beats with their mouths and their bodies. You know what I'm saying? So they credit Take Six for um, some of their uh, um, some of their amazing arrangements. You know, so um, now this is one of the songs where John Stockman was just at awe with the arrangement. You know, so we listen to the song, not only listen for the quality of the music and the voices, but that arrangement is something special. So he is committed, and they're going to be saying this love. Control my mind. Whisper goodbye. 
was committed with this love. And if you want to watch all their performances on the sing-off, you go to YouTube and put in committed, put in sing-off, and you can watch all their performances. And I tell you, man, they they represented Oakwood well. They, they represented Adventism to the finest. You know, and um, it was just amazing to really, you know, witness that. I remember, you know, um, uh, after after they won, you know, the sing off, and it was all back home. Um, most of them was at uh, Madison Mission at the time, and and I was uh, mentoring this young man by the name of uh, the Jesus Porter, and uh, um, he's um, he's a young man that's in that's confined to a wheelchair, and. Um, I mean, him and I watch the sing off every night. You know what I'm saying? Like we were just totally invested in it, you know, and we really enjoyed it. So when I saw um a couple of guys at Madison, I was like, you know, I I never knew one of the guys um personally and I and I was like, Well, you know, let me go up to, you know, Brother Presley and see if he would, you know, get the guys to come and say hello to the Jesus and sure enough you know um they did they came and said hello to my man and um I mean he was just now normally he's a talker you know what I'm saying he always trying to bully you even though he's in the wheelchair he's always trying to bully you he always trying to get the last word when I say he was speechless, <laughs> he was speechless. His mama was like, Jesus, you don't got nothing to say? You don't got nothing to say to Jesus? I mean, they was really giving him a hard time. You know, I thought it was so funny. I thought it was hilarious, you know, because any other time he was just, you know, uh, a chatty patty, you know. But um, I told you I was going to let you listen to that song. Um, my favorite CD by Madison Mission, and they have come up with more CDs since then, but, you know, you know, that particular CD got me through some exams, <laughs> got me through some tests, got me through some hard times while I was a student at Madison, I mean, um, a, a student at Oakwood, so that CD holds a very close place in my heart, you know, um, but I definitely want you to listen to this particular song um the lead singer is lamont okay i don't know his last name i don't know him personally you know i just happen to see him around campus a lot during that time and what i did find out about lamont is that he was on the um the the um the home and garden channel because he was doing a show called um, Flip That House in Atlanta. You know, and um, <laughs> when, when I see somebody I know on TV, I got to let the world know. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? So um, that there was probably about a good five, six, seven, eight, ten years ago, something like that, that I saw him on Flip That House. And I was like, I know him. You know what I'm saying? I went to school with that dude. You know, and everybody in the house was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Sure you did. Sure you did. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I did. I really did. His name is Lamont. <laughs> yes, indeed. But this is one of the songs that um that I love of Madison Mission. And I encourage you. I encourage you to go and download this CD. Purchase this CD. You know what I'm saying? Now, the, now the CD... It's probably about, uh, I want to 
to say about 10, 12 years old, but I mean, Take Six is, in, is on the CD. Lisa Page is on the CD. Um, Lamont is on the CD. Um, I mean, you got some heavy, and um, they got some great songs on the CD. I guarantee you, when you press play, you won't press skip. <laughs> There's no song that you're going to skip on this CD because the CD is that good. The CD is awesome. You know what I'm saying? So this is one of my favorite songs. It's called I'm a Soldier. And the name, um, the title of the CD is called Open Praise. Open Praise by Madison Mission Mass Choir. You know what I'm saying? So um, definitely, definitely, if you can, go and purchase this CD. Just put in Google Madison Mission Open Praise and you should be able to be able to purchase that particular CD and I guarantee you that once you press play you'll never press skip the song all the songs are that outstanding that wonderful so without any God further, doesn't care if you're mad and angry without any further ado uh, I'm gonna go ahead and let you jam out to I'm a soldier featuring the lead singer Lamont and Madison Mission Mass Choir Let me go ahead and do that better than that. <laughs> I, I, I can really do that better than that. I, I, I really can, you know what I'm saying? So let me go ahead and just do that again. I don't like how that came in. But um, here is Madison Mission, Mass Choir, and they see the open praise with their title song, I'm a Soldier, featuring the lead singer Lamont. I wish I knew his last name.
as a Mission Match Choir with I'm a Soldier off of a featured CD, their first CD, Open Praise. Well, you know, um, M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E, um, this is my time, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, I want to definitely thank you for spending this time with me, you know, um, you have been listening to the podcast, um, Saying the New Crazy, um, the podcast is named after my book, Saying the New Crazy, a collection of poetry dedicated to the awareness of mental health, dedicated to um, some family members who struggle with mental illness. You know, no one should have to suffer in silence, you know. So if you ever get a chance to purchase my book, it's on discount just for listeners like yourself. You go to lulu.com. That's Lulu. Dot com. You can put in my stage name and complete the poet. Or you can put in my government name, Tracy Mathis, and um, the book should come up. Saying the New Crazy, along with some other books as well. But right now, I'm featuring Saying the New Crazy, um, the title of the podcast as well. So I, de- I definitely want to thank you for joining me. I want to thank you for spending your time with me. You know, I hope, hopefully, I got you to where you needed to be. Hopefully, I assisted you with a good workout. Or I was a, um, a a passenger as you was driving to work or wherever you may have been going, you know. And um, I definitely look forward to you um, taking with me, taking you with me everywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? Make saying the new crazy a part of your daily routine, you know. Um, but um, that's all my time that I have for you this evening. Want to thank you so much for allowing me to come into your ears, come into your heart. And coming to your homes, you know. Um, you know, normally I like to end with a poem, you know. So this won't be no different. I'm going to end with this poem. Uh, I wrote this poem for a buddy. He said he wanted to um, propose to his girlfriend, and uh, he wanted something short and sweet. And I gave him something short and sweet, and she did say yes. By the way, I think she said yes to the poem, and you know, and by default, it was yes to him too. I guess. It starts off, you was the best wife I never had, the greatest wish I never made, the only promise I never kept, you were the one. But somewhere between now and then I lost the road map to your heart, can I ask you for directions, cause baby, I'm lost. My mind made a left turn into nowhere, my soul took a right turn to elsewhere, I found myself lost, everything was a blur, then my heart made a U-turn, and there you were. You was the best wife I never had, the greatest wish I never made, the only promise I never kept. Will you marry me? And she said yes. <coughs> I believe she said yes to the poem. Excuse me. I truly, truly believe she said yes to the poem, and by default, she said yes to him. I guess because the poem was, you know, that beautiful. You know, if I say so myself, I I could be a little biased, but that's just me. But it's all good. It's all good. So, um, I hope you enjoyed that poem. Um, yes, lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com, log on. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't have COVID, I promise you. Um, Go to lulu.com and um, put my name in the Google search. 
and then my book is going to come up. It's on discount right now for listeners like yourself. Please pick it up and drop me a message that you got it. And let me know what poem is your favorite, you know. Um, I love Birth of a Bastard. You know what I'm saying? I love Birth of a Bastard. That's like the last poem. But until then, I holler at you. Tulu.